Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Bonds, the fortnightly podcast from INR Bonds. I am Arjun Patsarthi. And uh, at the outset, let me wish you a very happy new year to all the our listeners. And uh, wish a very great and uh, uh, very healthy 2024. And in this podcast, we will be covering what the new calendar year 2024 brings for bonds. Bonds have been uh, has gone through a t- tumultuous time in the last few years, starting 2020, and in 2023 we saw um, a mixed uh, kind of a performance by bonds. Government bonds did very well. Uh, corporate bonds have not, especially the AAA and uh, the higher the highest rated bonds have not done too well. and the lower rated bonds have actually done very well in terms of stability and we have also seen a few many of them get upgraded but coming down to 2024 uh, a lot of um, uh, factors and events are starting the year and going forward also there'll be many factors and events that can impact the bond market now let's start with what we can what uh, what are the uh, what is 2024 brings in for bonds let me start with the factors that we need to look at as we go into this year uh, the first is that obviously you have a budget that is coming up in february and this will be an interim budget because you have the general elections in uh, mid of this year and uh, the then the then the the government that is elected will then present the full budget for the uh, this for this uh, for the fiscal year uh, in june or july largely most probably it'll be july so that will be that will be that will be when uh, the full uh, impact of what the new government policies are all happening uh so till then the interim budget will just cover the basic finances and what happened last year last year has been pretty good for the finances of the government tax collections have been extremely robust um uh, government is actually cash rich now and uh, with all that uh, so the borrowing also looking to be uh, pretty easily manageable uh, including the states borrowing states are actually borrowing about uh, 4 lakh crores this quarter that's a high level of borrowing but largely because the government bond boy itself is down in this quarter uh so given this that um, the markets will look but the fiscal deficit itself as a percentage of gdp is look look slated to go down they had budgeted for 5.9% of uh, fiscal deficit gross fiscal deficit for the 23 24 fiscal year 24 25 should be much lower and i guess the new government will start to will stand to it on its fiscal path uh, of bringing down fiscal deficit especially with tax collections being so robust many many factors that are improving tax collections the overall economy is doing well a lot of payments are now digitized so um, th- that is also helping the gst and the gst itself is seeing very good traction in terms of collections so this should only increase and the if the government can rationalize gst then uh, obviously that can increase much more 
so on the government finances are looking pretty robust and not too uh, unmanageable at this point of time coming down to external factors we have a very reasonable current account deficit which is closer to 1% of gdp and uh, despite this is despite the rupee trading at record lows largely helped by good services exports which are very very robust and also that oil prices have stabilized at uh, slightly higher levels and not going shooting through the roof and that is also helping the government uh, keep its current account deficit and uh, on the balance of payments account it's been a robust um, year a lot of portfolio inflows fdi and fpi all put together uh, the balance of payments is positive and uh, the fx reserves are uh, have gone up from lower levels and uh, if this continues it looks to be touching up uh, to uh, higher to higher fx reserves as we go along so this is positive for liquidity as well as the perception of the currency in the uh, global sphere and uh, on the global front uh, you have clearly uh, one is the us federal reserve that is now started to guide for a rate pause in rate hikes and maybe even a rate cuts in 24 whether that will happen or not is a way to see. it's going we have to see that depends on it largely on inflation which has come down but again the base effect is also much uh, higher so given that inflation is down now will it shoot its head up again we have to see that um so that's uh, the if you look at the us uh, treasury yield curve it's an inverted yield curve clearly showing saying that longer term bonds are expecting shorter term rates to come down and even in india today the yield curve is inverted the term, the higher the the 10 and 20 and 30 40 all all are flat path and almost equal to the short term rates in fact some of short term rates are much higher than the longer term rates now this again shows that uh, you know markets are expecting a pause in rate hikes rbi has stopped at 6.5% doesn't look to be coming down very soon from 6.5% downwards but liquidity has also been extremely tight and this is achieving rbi's objective of keeping tight liquidity so they did not have to rate hike repo rates from 6.5% i think within 24 we are not going to see repo rates come down in a hurry but the liquidity can ease and um, given that uh, there could be enough uh, demand in the market for bonds then government borrowing can go through easily the one positive factor is that india will be included in the global emerging market bond index and we could see inflows on that front taking a part of the fiscal deficit overall <clears throat> uh, inflation is going to be the main issue and uh, if inflation continues to stay in a sticky path then ra- rates are not going to come off which anyway is expected but then if rbi suddenly panics and then says the rates have to go up that is a uncertain risk definitely that is there also if there is too much of portfolio inflows on various factors on bullish markets and economy then rbi could actually suck out liquidity by uh, by uh, selling bonds from its own books omo sales 
and that could keep government bonds slightly and the yields under pressure. But those are risk factors and obviously global inflation is one risk factor and continuing geopolitical tensions across the globe is another risk factor. So all these are definitely risk factors that needs to be watched out. But on an overall basis, government bonds seem to be on an even keel. And um, if uh, inflation does stabilize, government finances are looking definitely healthy. Uh, government bond yields can look to trend down in the next one year to one and a half years or to longer. So that's on the government bond front. On the corporate bond front, we have seen liquidity extremely tight in this particular uh, month. And we could see this tightness continue into March. Uh, structurally, liquidity is easier because largely government finances are in surplus. And if they spend it, it will come back to the system. And also, given that we are positive on the balance of payments, there's actually inflows of currency rather than outflows. So it's clearly um, RBI-induced infl inflation. And also credit growth has been very high. So demand for funds has been pretty much high in the system. And uh, science that is also keeping liquidity pretty tight. Put together, uh, for the next three months, you're going to see some tightness in liquidity. And uh, so that will keep short-term rates much higher. Right, right now, even uh, short-term rates, three months, six months, uh, commercial paper yields are all, for AAA papers are trading well over 8%. And this could even spike if liquidity gets tighter. Uh, on the going uh, to the lower rated uh, segment of the bond market, below below AA plus, AA to A minus. Now, these uh, many of these companies, um, issuers, NBFCs, uh, have been pretty much on a stable wicket in terms of their own fundamentals. There's been good growth in their assets, their uh, uh, lo lo loan loss provisions are down and um, many of them have seen some rating upgrades. Uh, so well-managed uh, lenders are seeing some good traction. But having said that, there are some kind of uh, question marks coming into the new uh, uh, unsecured lending space, especially um, uh, we have seen recently RBL bank writing of 800 crores of retail credit card loans uh, <clears throat> then RBI coming and is, uh, putting out uh, excess risk weight on unsecured loans uh, so this could uh, and banks are very reluctant to provide refinance to or lines to uh, unsecured lenders and uh, so in that sense if liquidity dries up for them for many of these uns uh, lenders who uh, do not have very strong collection frameworks or have been growing very fast on the unsecured personal loan space and other unsecured loans, then there could be some troubles for those, that kind of segment. So clearly, there will be a dichotomy between uh, what markets perceived as good lenders who are able to manage their uh, um, uh, uh, loan portfolio with uh, good collection efficiency and uh, lenders who have grown very fast, who are just not able to manage their uh, efficient loan portfolio efficiently. So this is something, a risk factor that needs to be watched out for in the lower yielding space. And then you have the um, private credit space that we have seen a lot of AIF that have been 
launched in the 15 to 20 percent bucket and with the uh, uh, all these are going into uh, credits real estate or other private credits where uh, the um, uh, yields are in upwards of 15 percent going all the way up to 20 to 22 percent and um, uh, with rbi now very recently coming out with this dictate that uh, banks uh, in uh, their regulated institutions uh, entities will have to withdraw or make provisions on their investments in such AIFs. There's been a, a sudden stop in inflows at the institutional level. And this can this has actually caused a bit of concern at all levels. Uh, both lend the investors, the funds, and the borrowers as well from those funds. So all put together, that space is definitely uh, has to wait and watch for further developments on regulations and many other issues. Till that happens, uh, the, the, the these funds can stagnate for a while. Uh, so these are the main issues that are like facing the market at this point of time, bond market. Uh, so okay, on a conclusion, on a nutshell, government bond yields look to be pretty much stable with a downward bias. Corporate bond yields uh, in the short term, the next three months can see can struggle uh, largely because of liquidity pressures. But going down the year can stabilize and maybe spreads can look to uh, stabilize or come down itself. And uh, obviously, uh, there will be a clear dichotomy between good uh, lower rated credits and uh, the weaker ones. And the weaker could get weaker, the good could get better. And at the going up the very high yield space, um, clearly there seems to be some kind of a uh, slowdown and, uh, till, till such. Uh, and there needs to be some kind of a clarity at the regulatory fund in um, further traction in those in that space. Thank you very much for listening in and uh, do follow, follow us on all podcast channels and uh, do not forget that bonds do carry credit risk and uh, bonds um, uh, issuers can default on their uh, servicing their debt. That's the main, that is what credit risk is all about and that has to be managed. Thank you very much.